If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To the family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Radio Max in Takra, the KTU Radio in Koforidia. We are on Gangai FM in Jirapa, A1 Radio in Bogatanga. Live on X Spaces, live on Facebook and myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Duraplus goes, water always flows. This afternoon, the Ghana Revenue Authority, GRA fights back, standing firmly behind Strategic Mobilization Limited SML, insisting that the company saved the state more than 3 billion Ghana cities over the period. Details plus an update on a possible OSP investigation into the allegations. Also this afternoon, Supreme Court Justice nominee Henry Anthony Kofi warns journalists and media commentators to be mindful of insulting and inciting languages against judges as he argues against a law on contempt of court. We have details of that. We have just uh, de also details of the nominees, uh, as they say, uh, the perception of political judgments from the Supreme Court are not real. What creates the controversy for the judiciary are the very few political or politically connected cases that are ahead, which are uh, some statistics I think was done. 
Also this afternoon, will your power continue to be stable in the midst of concerns by Gridco and Ghana Gas about ECG's worsening cash flow situation, especially at the time we're going into the festive season? Details of that. Also, there are urgent calls to government to support the district-level elections after the process in parts of the country was marred by logistical challenges and violence. Look at it. Look at it from Parliament, from EC, from everybody. So that this interest in district-level elections. I think we should be able to call the EC out and tell the EC that it is their duty and mandate to prepare sufficiently, adequately and well. And we'll also tell you the interesting tale of how a deceased candidate in Takwan Swayem wins the election with sympathy votes from loved ones, including his wife. I voted for my husband. I know he's no more, but I voted for him because I have no, even if he's not there, I have no one to vote for. I wanted to know the rejected ballot that came out. Then I will know the number of people who voted for my husband. You definitely want to stay for details of that and much later. Feliz Navidad. An unforgettable Christmas treat awaits everyone. The assurance from Programs Manager of Joy FM to the thousands of families heading to their Brie Botanical Gardens for the Joy FM family party in the park. Coming up in some six days. Our daddy's corner is coming back with a bang. The artists are ready. Ifia, we have Kabna Kabna, we have Kwampa, and loads of other surprise acts. They are all ready. You know, the children love their musical chairs, they love their sack rays, and all of those, we have them ready. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. That's it, more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am Emefa Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for choosing us. We're digging now and this afternoon. The Ghana Revenue Authority is fighting back allegations that the contract signed with Strategic Mobilization Limited, SML, for the monitoring of the petroleum downstream sector yielded no benefit to the states. The GRE says, contrary uh, to the claims in the fourth estate investigative piece, the company has saved the country more than 3 billion cities over the period. My colleague Samuel Mbura has been monitoring this for us. He has a copy of the statement from the Ghana Revenue Authority, which was issued a while ago. Uh, joins me in the studio with it. Samo, first, let's talk about the background to all this as um, the GRA outlines. Well, MFR, the GRA affirms that together with the Ministry of Finance, it has signed a consolidated contract with SML to monitor and audit one downstream petroleum sector, and that began in 2019, upstream petroleum production 2023, minerals and metals resources value chain for 2023. According to the GRA, the new and consolidated contract which is for a term of five years and not 10 years, as alleged by the publication, was agreed upon based on the performance of SML in the monitoring of the downstream petroleum sector and the provision of instant reconciliation of real-time data in the sector. So now it goes on to talk about the performance of the downstream petroleum assurance contract. Let's go through it. Exactly, MFR. Prior to the engagement, according to uh, GRE, um, SML, um, GRE operated a, a manual system for the measurement of fuel in depots. The use of dipsticks for measurement was a kick and posed a risk to officers who climbed a ladder to uh, measure the fuel in the tankers. It was inefficient and prone to revenue leakages, according to GRE. Currently, GRE claims that oil deposited by the bulk oil distribution companies in the depots is measured by SML with the aid of sensors installed on the depots' red flow meters during offloading from the depots. 
according to the GRA, SML again measures all the various liftings of the oil marketing uh, companies. It goes further to say that all these pieces of information are captured and reconciled with data from the ICOMs. This is done with the GRA Petroleum Unit. If there are discrepancies, customs inform the OMC to uh, enter a post-entry to correct the, dif uh, the differences. Okay. Again, SML in the petroleum sector provides additional data independent of the customs ICOMs, uh, data capable of validating anomalies in quantities imported, discharged, and accounted for by way of taxes. It goes further to say that the revenue assurance exercise undertaken by EY Ghana and later by the Revenue Assurance and Compliance Enforcement of the Ministry of Finance confirmed systematic deficiencies in the accounting and collection of petroleum taxes between 2015 and 2020. The mode of trans, uh, transmission of data, according to the GRA, from various sources and systems was fraught with inconsistencies resulting in loss of revenue. Extensive reconciliation um, had been done uh, on the various platforms and institutions within the petroleum downstream uh, value chain to collect revenue that would have otherwise been lost. And the last mm -hmm. point on that issue is that the work of SML over the period has led to a significant increase in the figures reported in the downstream petroleum sector from the average of 350 mil uh, million liters per month in 2018 and 2019 to 450 million liters per month from 2020 to 2021. This, according to GRE, represents over a 33% increase in volumes reporting and an average of an extra 100 million liters per month at a levy rate of 1.44 pesos. The extra revenue variance gained for the two years will exceed 3 billion. So this is where okay. they are corroborating the claims made by SML. And they go further to say that, they go further to say that this performance is um, attributable mainly to the introduction of ICOMs and uh, SML systems. Well, they go on to respond to the allegations by Fourth Estate, but first the consolidated contract. They say that based on the performance of strategic mobilization Ghana, SML Limited, the Ministry of Finance directed that the existing contract of SML be expanded to cover the petroleum upstream and the mining sector to minimize the risk of revenue leakages. Well, the consolidated contract seeks to leverage the experience, technology, and know-how of SML Ghana Limited in the downstream petroleum sector and the minerals and metals sector to provide revenue assurances in the upstream. Let's go through the allegations and the responses to Fourth Estate. The first one is somewhere he says, GRA restate that the consolidated contract, which is a risk-reward contract, seeks to bring efficiency in revenue assurance services provided to GRA. SML per the contract is required required to provide resources for the execution of the contract by implication if there is no value addition sml is not paid in short the principle of risk and reward is the fulcrum of the contract let's go through the second response the second one says that the contract is for five years and a performance based and approved under section 40 of the public procurement act 663 2003 the board and management affirmed that all legal and proper processes were followed in um, procuring the services of SML. The third point mm -hmm. uh, is what talks about SML solely financed the capital expenditures and uh, cutting edge um, and the cutting edge 
uh, technology that is employed in the monitoring and auditing services provided to GRA in the downstream petroleum sector. And it concludes by saying that the GRA is confident that with the introduction of various initiatives, technology and revenue assurance measures such as this, GRA will continue to see a significant increase in revenue, such as the about 50% year-on-year increase in revenue this year. However, GRA will continue to explore male methods of blocking leakages and increasing compliance to enable us to attain a national tax-to-GDP ratio of about 18%. So that's from the Communication and Public Affairs Department of the Ghana Revenue Authority. That's the latest. We've been hearing from SML yesterday as well. You were in the offices. You interacted with the head of IT. Let's go through what he said again. Well, Prince Sapon indicated that per the data available to them, their system has actually contributed to the revenue accrued annually to the 3 billion Ghana cities recorded by GRE. So in estimate, what actually happened with the, the 3 billion is, as I talked about, the money is all about the volumes. So if there's an increase in volume, there's an increase in revenue. And since SMR started operation, we can confidently say that there has been an average monthly increase of 100 million liters. So if you multiply it by 24 months with the task component that we are not even using the 1.74, we are using the old task component, which is 1.44, that will arrive at the three billion that we talked about. That's uh, Prince Sapong, head of IT for SML. Now, meanwhile, the Fourth Estate says Office of the Special Prosecutor is yet to extend an invitation to the Managing Director of Embattled Strategic Mobilization Limited, which has been fingered in this whole investigation. The documentary titled The Three Billion CD Lie alleges a $100 million annual contract awarded to SML by the Finance Ministry for monitoring the petroleum industry, which is a duplication of operations by the NPA. Well, SML denies the accuracy of this information. We've been hearing from the GRA also saying that the contract is not for 10 years but for five years and that the money is accrued to them or the savings they've made is over three billion. The force that says that since a petition the OSP for further investigations and prosecution of the corporates involved in the deal. Before we hear from lead investigative journalists at the fourth estate though, listen to head of engineering at in charge of petroleum at SML Hamdan Abubakari also defending their operations. The allegation that SML's flow meters uh, are not accurate is, is false. If you look at the technical data sheets of these ultrasonic flow meters we use, they show the accuracy level of these ultrasonic flow meters. Our ultrasonic flow meters are being calibrated by Ghana Standard Authority semi-annually, that's twice every year. And upon attainment of the calibration certificate, it is always established that our flow meters is always within an acceptable range. We can now listen to lead investigative journalist at the fourth estate, Manasta Azuria, when he's saying the OSP is yet to extend an invitation to the managing director of SML, Christian Tetesotti, following their petition. We got information uh, that some of the reporters asked why Christian Tetesotti was not available and they said that he had been invited by the Office of the Special Prosecutor. The information I have is that the Office of the Special Prosecutor has not extended an invitation to anybody and I have confirmed this with sources to that office and so we haven't heard what has been done but I can say that uh, no invitation has been sent and just briefly they have done where uh, the head of engineering also spoke about the meters. In fact, if you watch that documentary, I put a specific question to him that there are meters and existing meters. Which of them takes more, um, which of these two takes more accurate readings? Okay. And mm. what existed before SML came okay. takes more accurate reading. And he answered that. 
and that is a fact that they cannot deny. That's investigative, lead investigative journalist at the Fourth Estate, Manasseh Azuri Iwene there. Let me take you to Parliament, where one of the three latest nominees of President Akufado to the Supreme Court, Justice Henry Anthony Kofi, is advocating against enacting a law to regulate judges' use of the power of contempt. The power of contempt allows judges to summarily punish persons who disobey orders of the court or disrupt legal proceedings in a court. The power has been used in Ghana to punish journalists and other commentators who use language, some judges do not like and has been criticized by some lawyers and media professionals. When asked by Medina MP Francis Xavier Susua, the appointments committee, whether there should be a law to regulate this power, Justice Anthony Kofi, currently a court of appeal judge, explained that commentators and media professionals must rather be circumspect in their language. I would say that from the question, the judges of all levels deal with all manner of cases, land, crime, estate, what have you, every aspect of the law. But as you see, what creates the controversy? Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. For the judiciary are the very few political or politically connected cases that I have, which are uh, some statistics I think was done recently. And it's less than 5% of the cases, overall cases that the judiciary handles. And it is the 5% which are, because of the, of course we understand our politics, the emotions of people, people perceive that, no, there's a judgment that should be going here, that should be going here. It's, your judgment is given based on the evidence and the law. Somebody may be dissatisfied, naturally. But it does not mean that the judgment given is tainted by politics or influenced by politics. That's not the way I see the judgments. I hear there's a lot of cry that it's political, it is this, but I will not look at it that way. And there are very few cases which are natural and political, if I may put it that way. Less than 5%. And those 5% seems to cover and override the good work that judges do in respect of the 95 or so percent that it's not political, the estate matters, the criminal matters, the land matters, and what have you. That is, that is. That's Justice Anthony Kofi there also um, uh, dismissing the claims about the perception of political judgments and the unanimous FC concerns that have been raised. He's arguing that judges only follow the law. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwa Santi sat through that vetting and joins us on the line with details. Let's talk about the other questions that have been posed to the judge and how he's been responding. Kwekwa. So Justice Anthony Kofi has been commenting on the menace of Galamsey. He agreed generally that the, the, the courts must actually give out very tougher punishment to persons who engage in illegal mining. Although he concedes that a lot of Galamsey matters do not end up at the Supreme Court because trials are conducted at the High Court. He has also been responding to perception that President Kufar is back in the court. He says appointing 15 judges at max for the Supreme Court is actually commensurate with the number of cases they have to deal with. And that a comparison with the Supreme Court of the United States, for instance, will not hold water in the fact. 
Let's talk about the other nominees expected to appear. So very soon we expect Justice Yaudak Wasari to, to take his seat and be questioned by the public uh, the, the pub, uh, appointment committee, I should say. He's also currently a court of appeal judge. All three judges that the president has nominated to go to the Supreme Court are all from the court of appeal. So Justice Yaudak Dako will be the next to take his seat. The chief justice herself is here. We understand she will sit through the proceedings and, and, and actually pay attention to all of the judges as they are vetted, as, as has been announced by the committee. That's a parliamentary affairs correspondent, Kweku Asante, there, bringing us up to speed on the vetting of the Supreme Court the nominees there in Parliament. Now, in the wake of widespread logistical challenges and outbreaks of violence during the district-level elections, urgent appeals are mounting for government to intervene. Concerned stakeholders are emphasizing the crucial need for government support to ensure the integrity of the District Assembly and Units Committee elections. Escalating the concern is the Coalition of Domestic Election Observers, Cordeo, which is pressing for a national conversation into the challenges affecting the election. We can hear Paul Abrampa Mensa, project leader at Cordeo. He's been speaking on PM Express. Uh, you remember when the East delayed an ally uh, in, the, in, in parliament. Then we were discussing the going back and forth, uh, change something, we are going to use national ID card. I told you in that interview that if we were to be uh, 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 a, a general election year, Parliament will have taken a bold step to call the EC together as a, in, in order for EC to do the right thing. But because we're dealing with district level elections, look at it, look at attitude from Parliament, from EC, from everybody. So that this interest in district level elections, the apathetic nature we attach to district level elections, is glaring. We all know that. Um, if we say we are going to analyze district level elections and interest, stakeholders' interest, it needs a, 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 a national conversation that we all have to sit down to analyze what it is that we need from local governance. Well, on the same show, uh, the former Minister for Local Government, Neil Antivandapoy, also expressed his appointment in the EC's preparations. You see, we must call a spade a spade. The EC has two years to prepare for these district-level elections because the, the district-level elections happen in between the major national elections. After 2020 elections, the EC knew that they will have district-level elections this year. I think we should be able to call the EC out and tell the EC that it is their duty and mandate to prepare sufficiently, adequately, and well for every election in this country. And as such, immediately after these district-level elections, all the things that we have seen now, they should start preparing towards those things so that in 2024, in the major elections, we will not have these hiccups that we've witnessed in the district-level elections. Now, come with me to the Takwa in Swayim um, area, and that's uh, the Tebribri electoral area, where an interesting tale unfolded yesterday. Guess what? A deceased candidate, Manasseh Saki, popularly known as Obuo, won the elections. Obuo was a head teacher of Apompion Suano, a MA school, and the incumbent assembly member seeking re-election. Unfortunately, he drowned on a campaign tour to one of the villages in his electoral area on Tuesday, December 5. The sad incident led electors to vote for him, including his wife, Vaida Addison. Saki. She spoke to join Mrs. Mami Sinyamiche Thompson. Yesterday was the election day. Although people know he has passed on, but they voted for him. That marvels me a lot. What does that mean for you? It means they love him and they, 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 they cherish whatever he came to do. He did a lot in, 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 in his lecture area, putting people to apprenticeship. Many, a lot, a lot, a lot. 
They appreciated whatever he came to do. And they were well convinced that whether he is not there or he's alive, they will vote for him. We are waiting for the EC, whatever the EC receives. I was overwhelmed for Now, uh, the electoral officer for the area, Ekoisian, says there will be a re-election. And manager says, yeah, and I say, be free, mono candidate in Baku The law indicates that if a candidate dies, leaving only one candidate in the election, the Electoral Commission has to reopen nominations for another 10 days and reschedule the voting within 21 days. However, if a candidate dies and there are still more than two candidates, the election can proceed as there is still a contest. Therefore, despite the unfortunate events in the Bribe electoral area, the elections should proceed. It's time for a quick breather here on the Midday News. Live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra. Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. We've been hearing from the Ghana Revenue Authority as it fight back, standing firmly behind the Strategic Mobilization Limited, insisting that the company saved the state more than 3 billion CDs and that the contract is for five years and not 10. We'll return from the break with sports and will your power continue to be stable in the midst of concerns by Gridco and Ghana Gas about ECG's worsening cash flow situation, especially at the time we're going into the festive season and speak of the festive season an unforgettable christmas treat awaits everyone the assurance from programs manager of joy fm to the thousands of families heading to the abri botanical gardens for the joy fm family party in the park our daddy's corner is coming back with a bang the artists are ready ifia we have kabna kabna we have kwampa and loads of other surprise acts they are all ready you know the children love their musical chairs they love their sacred are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol. Clean fuel in full quantity. Get ready for another exciting and memorable time with the family as we bring you another fun-packed edition of the Joy FM Family Party in the Park set in the Abri Botanical Gardens. Families will be treated to lots of bonding and fun games such as cooking competitions, treasure hunts, sack racing and dancing competitions among others. And guess what? Kwabina Kwabina, Efia, Kwanpa and other surprise acts will be mounting the stage to electrify the party. And and oh, the Daddy's High Life and Beer Corner returns with a bang. Mark the details. 26th December 2023 at the Ebri Botanical Gardens. 10 a.m. Sha. Tickets are going for a cool 200 Ghana CDs for a family of six. 
you can buy tickets here at the front desk of Joy FM. Make ticket reservations on 0559-691797. Or use the short code by dialing star 714 star 003 star 3 hash. Select party in the park. Opt for family park. Confirm number of tickets and make payments. It's that simple. The Joy FM family party in the park is brought to you by Frital Sunflower Oil. Enjoy the goodness in tasty meals. Fortune Rice, always on point, just like mummy. Enterprise Life, buy family income security plan from Enterprise Life. Enterprise, your advantage. Petrosol, clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Syntex Tank, a you strong, a you tough. Safari Tissue, wipe clean, last long. Niche, taste of Ghana. Kiki Drinks, juice up your life. Lesh Fortune Limited, luxuriously perfect. The Joy FM family party in the park, creating memorable family moments. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports and the majority chief whip in parliament, Frank Anodompre, has recommended the sacking of Black Stars head coach Chris Huting if that's what is required for Ghana to win the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations. While well, the former Brighton boss has been under intense pressure since taking charge of his first gaming match with results not forthcoming and the football not pleasing to watch. Well, he's been speaking on the floor of parliament. Then Swaim Adwejri MP called on the sports minister to do everything possible to ensure the Black Stars don't disgrace the country in La Cote d'Ivoire next month. Now, to add some other stories here on the Midday News, a new bill currently under parliamentary consideration, the Ghana Boundary Commission Bill seeks to enhance the authority of the state agency. Once passed, it will help the commission in addition to its duties of resolving external boundary disputes to also play a pivotal role in resolving internal boundary and electoral boundary disagreement. That's according to the National Coordinator, Major General Emmanuel Kotia. Speaking at an annual retreat of the commission in the Eastern region, and he expressed optimism that this expansion of responsibilities will mark a major success story for the commission. Your development as far as the bill is concerned. The new area that we may be seeing ourselves performing is to help amicably resolve internal boundary disputes, including electoral boundaries, where they are deferred to us or where we have problems so far as internal boundaries are concerned. We are not going to be responsible for demarcating internal boundaries, but just to assist in amicably resolving these disputes through negotiations. And that's General Emmanuel Kotia there. We, my colleague Maxwell Ababa uh, joins us from that retreat. Maxwell, a lot has been happening. What more can you report? Well, Amaba, the Ghana Boundary Commission has been doing an assessment of the year 2023 and making projections for the year 2024. Um, the National Coordinator, Major General Coach Emmanuel Kotia, um, has described the year as a tremendous and successful one um, for the Commission. Key amongst what has happened this year in 2023, he says, is the construction of the first access road to dollar power in the Savannah region, which we are told is nearing completion, which was facilitated um, by the Ghana Boundary Commission. Also, um, major highlight is the work towards the implementation, the full implementation of the 2017 A-plus ruling in the past. 
That's my colleague Maxwell Agbagba there. Now, the electricity company of Ghana has come under scrutiny on its current financial situation, which portends looming power crisis in the country already. Some areas in both Greater Accra and Ashanti regions have started experiencing intermittent power cuts, especially at peak periods, raising concerns on the certainty of power supply going into the festive season. That these things uh, could plunge us into darkness uh, very soon because the two institutions are struggling to operate, but the sources within G. Uh, ECG, ECG, I beg your pardon, mm-hmm. uh, are saying that the power outages that we're experiencing in parts of the country uh, are isolated cases and the public should not be uh, alarmed by that. And you're ready for the Joy FM family party in the yes, bag, aren't you? Yes, well, I am. My family always look forward to this. They plan like three months ahead. And so oh, wow. we always are excited about it. And listen to programs manager Edem Naite telling us more. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.